Welcome to She's Winning, Embracing Your Power, the podcast that celebrates the incredible journey of women from all walks of life who are defining their own success on their own terms. I believe that success comes in many forms, from smashing through glass ceilings to raising happy, healthy families. My aim? To empower you with the knowledge, tools and motivation you need to thrive in any aspect of your life. So if you're ready to embrace your power and if you're ready to celebrate the incredible women who've already blazed the trail, then join us on this journey. She's winning, embracing your power because success is not just a destination, it's a journey and it starts right here. Let's begin. She's Winning is sponsored by Woman The Collective, helping ambitious female entrepreneurs gain confidence and clarity through creating a powerful personal brand. Find out more at womanthecollective.co.uk. Hello, everyone, and uh, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of She's Winning. So today, I thought I'd just come on and share a little bit about me. Um, So I think this is like the sixth episode now. So I have absolutely loved this journey um, starting this podcast. I've already had some amazing conversations with people like Elizabeth McQuillan, Danny Wallace, um, Claire Dore, Christina Castellina, like I've already had on some epic, epic women. Um, But I thought just for everybody who has been listening to the podcast each week, I just thought I'd share a little bit about my journey and how I got to this point, how I got to um, helping women uh, get visible and uh, brand strategy, my photography. So I thought I'd just share my journey a little bit. So I grew up in Blackpool. Um, and yeah, not not the best place, uh, I have to say. Although some people ab- absolutely love Blackpool. I just could not wait to leave, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but I always remember just as, as a young girl, like always having a fire in my belly, like always wanting to achieve more and knowing that there was more for me. Um, So I actually started dancing when I was nine years old and loved it, but I was super, super shy. In fact, when I got to about 18, I can honestly say looking back at that time that it was debilitating. I was so shy. I was nervous around new people. I couldn't speak to people, but always had this fire. So I carried on dancing and ended up at Phil Winston's Theatre Works, where I trained in dance. Um, And, you know, even that three years, it was just, I, I know that I didn't fully push myself so I always had this drive and ambition, but yeah, I just didn't fully push myself. I actually remember um, there was, I can't even remember, I remember his name. I don't want to name drop, um, but this was this was someone like um, just on the scene in Blackpool. And I just remember him saying, I think he might have been teaching me some singing, but I remember him saying to me, you will never um, getting musical theatre like the competition's too high you'll never get to London you'll just never do it and I sat there and I thought really <laughs> I was like I'm going to show you so I just had that real fire and I ended up just being really proactive myself I got myself my first um, agent which then led on to me getting my first musical theatre job um, which was in Switzerland and it was We Will Rock You, and I lived there for a year, and it was just the start of, I think it was the start of my 
learning process like I really think like you you learn on the job and a just like the absolute knowing that I was going to do it so I started there in um in Switzerland for a year and then it took me a little while but finally eventually I got my first West End break and I moved to London so that was 2008 and then I lived in London and worked in musicals for the next 10 years and it was just incredible like when I look back on that time in my life I learned so much about the profession I learned so much about myself and I also just learned like just so much of like how much I'm capable of um so then fast forward to sort of 2012 and I was in the musical Chicago which was a big deal because as a dancer, like that was one of the shows that, you know, if, if you'd done Chicago, you'd sort of, you'd sort of made it as a dancer. <laughs> That's how I saw it. It was just one of them shows. It was really stylized. It was fussy choreography and it was incredible, but I was getting to a certain age. I thought, you know, I can't do this forever. And um, I remember one weekend coming back up north and I met someone. And that was sort of the the catalyst, really, just for change in my life. And then the year later, I was pregnant with twins. So you can imagine. So I went from like this glamorous um, sort of nomadic lifestyle because I was I was never, you know, set in one place. If I got a job, I'd be in Belgium or um, I'd be working in, in like Switzerland or wherever. And then... It was like reality of motherhood and it was super, super hard. It was really hard to make that shift of, you know, having this this life that I'd always dreamed of having and then it all stopping because I moved back up north where my family were um, and I left it all behind and I had to start again, like I had to start from scratch. So I had fortunately been sort of teaching myself photography I really loved it I loved the creativeness of it I had crammed a little studio into my flat in London um, and I was just asking my dancer friends if I could take their headshots and we we were doing some really fun things but I was really loving it and I remember I remember sitting for hours and hours teaching myself photoshop and I was doing a few like photography courses in London on Oxford Street and it was just a really exciting time because I'd found something that I really loved so when I moved back up north I just decided I had two small babies you know I didn't know any different but I had twin babies which was tough like I'm not gonna lie um you know I, I don't even know what it's like to have just one baby so that's all I knew but it was probably one of the hardest things I have ever had to go through and navigate um and more so it was just the, the lack of sleep like I don't think I slept a full night in four years maybe five years and that for me was it was like torture <laughs> genuinely it was like torture um but you know and there was other things going on as well like you know my relationship broke down I ended up a single mom at one point when they were like eight months old it was just such a lot but I vowed to myself that I would never work for anybody that I would build a business that would allow me to be 
present for them when they're growing up and would allow me to work for myself and have the freedom to do whatever I wanted to do. And like the girls are eight now. And when I look back and look, look back what I've achieved over the past eight years, I'm really bloody proud of myself actually, because that is exactly the life that I'm living. Like I'm not there yet. I'm not where I ultimately want to be, but I made that decision eight years ago when I had my girls and I have done that. Like I work hard. I really do work hard, but I also can, I'm in control of my diary. I'm in control when I want a day off. I'm in control when I want to, you know, go on holiday. And I just think that is accessible for all women. You know, motherhood is hard. It really does knock us. It sets us back. We lose confidence. We lose our ambition because we're too tired. Um, that's just a major factor. Like I just think, you know, becoming a mom, there is so much pressure. There's so many other aspects to it that just gets dumped on us. And I really do feel like it's just this unwritten thing. Everything gets dumped on us and we lose our way and we lose our drive and we lose what we set out to do in this world in the first place. So I never wanted to lose that. I always still had this fire. And I know that, you know, I'm probably an exception. I know that everyone, not everyone is like that. And that is the reason why I wanted to create this podcast because, you know, success means such different things to different people. And to another woman, you know, success could be just raising happy, healthy, you know, beautiful children. And that's amazing. But for me, success means in my career as well and the things that I want to achieve in the world and I want to leave a mark and I want to make an impact. So I I started building my photography business and it was okay and I was doing headshots and I was getting a bit of a name for doing headshots and I had people coming to me you know just specifically for that but I just I couldn't sustain that as a as a career path. I I was in network marketing for a long time as well, about four years. And I can honestly say I learned so much in network marketing. In fact, I probably um, put some of like the success that I have had now um, just in building my business online down to network marketing because what you learn in, in that industry is invaluable. And you, I don't think you can learn it anywhere else. So I just started teaching myself again just like the photoshop thing i would teach myself how to create like you know how to do my emails how to create my website all the things that probably if you go and get a coach would take you a couple of months it's taken me 5 years but it's all been stepping stones to the point that i'm at now and it, it was last november that i launched woman the collective specifically for for women because I started going to events and I realized like my passion is talking to women, like providing solutions. Like how can we, how can we get you to where you want to be? That is where I feel like I light up. I absolutely love it. And I just feel like as women, we have a lot, not saying men don't as well, but women have such a lot of stuff on us. Um, and it's just through conversations and, you know, if I can help women go after their goals and their aspirations and have success by 
get invisible online, getting their vision out there, then, you know, that will make me so happy. So I just wanted to share a little bit about um, about that. So I moved into brand photography and I was doing really well in that. And But then there was just this, this little niggle and I just realized that branding images were great, but then these women and the, these people that I was shooting were still leaving with no clue, no clue how to use the images, no clue how to get visible. And I was like, oh my God, there is, there is this something here and I'm not, I'm not giving my full potential to my clients, which is why I uh, launched Woman the Collective. And it has been the most amazing year. Um, a, my business has grown exponentially uh, because I've just got out my own way. I've been networking. I've been getting myself out there. I've been getting myself visible, but also just finding that this is this is me. This is what I want to do, and this is where I'm passionate. So I've been helping countless women over the past year get in control of their business, and just by giving them clarity, which you know they desperately needed, and actually the majority didn't really know how much they needed it. And I just think branding is absolutely so so powerful. Um, you know, we all want to be doing the work that we love. We want to be in our zone of genius, but. The underpinning thing is we want to be paid for our worth at the same time. And I think this is where, especially as a creative, we can get stuck in that. We just want to help people and we don't really want to charge for it. We don't want to ask people to pay us. We want to give discounts, you know, but we need to be business women as well. And I think that's what I want to sort of try and create. So my ultimate vision is to create a world of fearless female leaders who just have that confidence, whether they've got small children, whether they're struggling in a relationship, you know, it's just to step out, get into their own power, get visible, and in turn, they can then create their own ripple effect. So I'm creating ripples within my business to allow others to create ripples in theirs. And the only way that I can do that is stepping out myself, you know, getting visible, like doing this podcast, telling my story um, and taking control of my brand so that I can teach others to do the same. So after being in the online space for over eight years, you know, it's taken me a lot of trial and error, of failing, um, learning, teaching myself. And I really have sort of realized that there is a bit of a system to success. And I wish I'd have known this five years ago, eight years ago. I feel like there were just stages, um, you know, because the online space is is so, so noisy, but it's so important as well. You know, A, it's free, you know, it's free marketing, free advertising. And if you're not sort of utilizing it to its potential, I feel like you're you're doing yourself a disservice. Um, you know, social media strategies are super super important sales strategies are super super important but if you aren't building your brand first you are literally going to feel like you got running around in circles and if you're in the position where you're employed but you have this idea and it's like how do I go from being employed to 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 running my own business it's like that 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 part it's like you know you're at crossroads you you don't know how to fully transition then you you need to start building a brand because that that's what will help you make that transition you know a curated brand it takes time and effort and 
social media is free so we can all be doing this alongside what we're doing it absolutely doesn't happen overnight but what a working on a brand what it will do it will give you clarity and it'll give you confidence in what you're offering the world you know meaning that you will start to grow a community and an audience who ultimately will trust you they will love you and then they will want to invest in you and what you can offer them as a solution so branding can absolutely help you magnetize and attract your most ideal client so that's what I feel like I do I feel like I'm not a salesperson I just energetically you know attract people who want to work with me because ultimately they already feel like they know me and that's the main thing Um, you want people to have a perception of you before they've even met you So branding is an experience and what experience are you bringing to your audience? So I'm not going to go too much into branding. I might do a whole other podcast on that about how we can start to, to, to build a brand, you know, and the differences between brand strategy and brand identity. But I just think for this podcast, I just wanted to, to come and just share a little bit about, you know, who I am and why I'm here and why I want to do the work that I'm doing. So um, just a short one this week, but thank you to all those who I know have been listening each and every week. I I still have some amazing guests that I haven't put out yet and some amazing guests that I'm yet to record with. Um, So it's super, super exciting and I've absolutely loved this journey and yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. So I hope you all have a wonderful week and I'll see you next Sunday. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of She's Winning. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did, I would love for you to subscribe and leave me a great review. If you feel like you need help curating a powerful brand identity, head over to Womanly Collective slash Ultimate Checklist to download my free guide. And I'll see you next week.